And so he knows that the Earth is flat. Well, how how did he do his calculation? He did he did again not super high. He survived though. He got to hang out with his cat. That was in the story. Yeah. I mean, like I gotta imagine that he's got something better than birth control. Like whatever science he's using has got to have a different birth control that I'm super into. I think I don't know. I don't really want to know him. Do have some people I want to murder. That's just a. <laughs> I don't know if that's the appropriate tag, but we're going with it. Uh, thing about me, uh, I read at bars a lot um, because I like being with people, but I don't like when they talk to me and make me hate them. Mm -hmm. Another thing about me, I was raised on a farm, uh, and that means that I learned about castration decades before intimacy. Yeah. My dad taught me when I was very little that I n had not only a right but a responsibility to choose who gets to be dad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco thinks it's progressive. <laughs> Got nothing on my dad. <laughs> he had five daughters. He taught us all uh, how to remove some balls. Uh, uh, so the point is, I'm not good. I'm not good at the knowing how the girl guy interactions are supposed to go. You know, but I'm trying to get better because uh mayor recently told me um I'm not going to tell which one, but it was it wasn't like the Portland one, but it was definitely one of the white ones from so you can probably narrow it down for, like it was a white dude mayor. Uh and he told me uh he told me thank you. Uh that the reason that Portland's got a housing crisis and probably San Francisco too uh is that people like me aren't married. Uh, and getting married. And I don't know. Yeah, he was a white dude mayor, so they know things, right? Like, I just, I just got to believe him that I am, like, me living with several roommates is causing a housing crisis. Yeah, for sure. It's not like, wow, yes, how dare me? So I'm working on figuring out this dating thing. And here's what I figured out thus far. That in a girl-guy flirting situation, my response, I'm the girl. I, I knew that beforehand. Um, but my responsibility is to be very impressed by the very unimpressive, all right? So if they, so, so if they, uh, I don't know, I'm supposed to get off of here and you guys keep laughing. I can't finish my joke. Uh, thank you so much. It's been great. Anyway, the point is, if they interrupt my book reading, to tell, give me their very long opinion about what I'm reading. I'm supposed to be like, oh my, that's so, how'd you learn to read? Can you please teach me? <laughs> anyway, thank you. Give it up for your host. Thank you very much. Keep clapping for Danny, everybody. You know the drill. Very funny. Very funny. Your next act, everybody. Come to the stage uh, here all the way from Boston, right? It's Boston. Give it up for Angela Sawyer, everybody. Make some noise for Angela Sawyer. Hey, uh. Oh, hello. So nice to talk to you. How are you guys doing? You've seen a lot of comics. Are you okay? You doing all right? I'm so happy to meet you. Uh, I am a middle-aged lady. Uh, I'm 52, and this year I found out I could sweat from my eyelids. <laughs> going great. It's going okay. Nice to see all of you. Uh, I have uh, roommates. Uh, which you're not supposed to do when you're my age. I think we all know. Uh, most people 
us, usually in their 30s, you like get a partner, move out of town, maybe get a dog, something like that. And me, I am just still going to weddings where I'm also the DJ. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, I read a cool article, and the news is so bad that it was so nice to read something that I liked to see. Uh, I read an article that uh, grocery stores and pharmacies around the country are starting to close their self-checkout machines and have people go through the register again. And I love that, because I want to look you in the eye when I steal from you. You know, I want that human connection. I think it's important. I think it's important to have. Uh, I do have roommates. I've had a lot of roommates over the years. Um, uh, my favorite bad roommate that I ever had uh, was this guy, Dan, who got mad at me and moved out. And uh, when he moved out, he tried to karate chop me to death. <laughs> and then I had to politely explain to Dan that I had 130 pounds on him and it might not work. <laughs> I was like, okay. I do, I do like fat people. They're my favorite people. I think they're the nicest people in any room, in every room, because if we have a problem with you, we ate it already. You're safe. <laughs> You're so safe. So safe. I think fat people, we're like the pugs of human beings, you know? We're like adorably squishy and strangely wise and, oh, shit, we can't breathe. <laughs> good. We're doing good. Uh, <laughs> Dan, the roommate who moved out, he got mad at me. Uh, he, he accused me of stealing his crystals. Yeah, which uh, I did do. <laughs> uh, in my defense, I thought they were, I threw them away because I thought they were rocks. <laughs> and I found out uh, if they're crystals, you put them in a case. That's the big difference, I found out. Uh, I, I've lived in a bunch of houses uh, around my, the city where, uh, my hometown. Uh, one place, mostly it's been punk rock houses. And if for whatever reason, if you don't know what that is, uh, a punk rock house is just a regular house that is not a home. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, one place that I lived, I had 17 roommates. Yeah, way too many. At that point, you can't even learn their names, you know? I just knew them as porch guy, and guy I always saw holding bread from the dumpster, you know? I'll let you guys get, see which one you think was the worst one. Uh, there was a roommate in that same house who was a cop, uh, which I don't like, <laughs> not cool. And then there was a guy who wrote a play for bees. <laughs> That's so confusing. <laughs> he didn't call it that. He called it a honey-infused ritual. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's a play for bees. <laughs> it's very, very confusing. Uh, also in that same apartment with 17 roommates, uh, one morning I came out of my bedroom to go to work and uh, a teenager, like a 17, 18-year-old kid, had moved in to the hallway right outside my bedroom door. I just walked out to go to work, and there was somebody there. He just, like, put a bed up against a wall, and he put a flag up against the bed, put a TV on the end of the bed, and just lay back and play video games in there. And I was like, well, okay, you know, whatever. We all got someplace to go. You know, it's cool. And then after two weeks, that kid got a girlfriend. He found some nice girl to, like, lie next to him and watch him play video games all day. And I was like, man, when this chick finds out she could fuck a guy with a door. 
it did not last, <laughs> is what I need to know. It did not last a long time. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm a middle-aged lady, and so the rule is you have to have middle-aged lady friends. That's how it works. But I think everyone should have a middle-aged lady friend because uh, we don't give a fat shit. <laughs> we are fun. <laughs> it's an adventure. No one knows what will happen. Uh, <laughs> one of my middle-aged lady friends recently, she named her tits to empower herself. And I was like, only over 40 does that? Okay. <laughs> and she was like, Angela, you should do it. And I was like, I, I don't think. And she's like, no, you should do it. I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could go with Bert and Ernie. Could work for me, you know. Uh, I also, I like having friends who are much younger than me, people in their 20s and their 30s, especially in their 20s, because those people are better. <laughs> Just, they're raised well, they're very nice. <laughs> Uh, I had this long heart-to-heart -heart with this friend of mine who is barely 21 years old, so she's like 30 years younger than me, and sh we were talking and talking all night, and at the end, she let it slip that when she gives her boyfriend a blowjob, afterwards, she's like got tears running down her face, and she can't breathe, and I was like, oh, oh, sweetheart, you know, you can suck dick mediocrely. Like, I'm not saying do a bad job, but you don't have to get an Olympian award. This is the truth, and I, you guys can take this advice. If you get a C- minus in gym, they still let you graduate. She's doing okay. <laughs> She's doing all right. Doing just fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not too long ago, I, uh, I scored a, a normal job for the first time in my whole life. I got a job as a secretary, and that is just a job that comes with these glasses. <laughs> I walk down the street, and people are like, ooh, I bet you can type. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, that's an okay job. Uh, mostly it just means that uh, I get phone calls on Teams when I'm trying to go to the bathroom or watch a movie in my house instead, you know? Uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, though, my favorite coworker called me up on Teams, uh, I love her so much. Her name is Stacy. She is the salt of the earth, great person. And she calls me up out of the blue, and she goes, hey, Angela, I notice in your email signature, it says your name, parentheses, she slash her, parentheses. What is that? And I was like, I mean, I love Stacy. She's from New Bedford, Massachusetts, and it's not her fault that town smells like bleach. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Uh, some people use they, them pronouns. Mine happened to be she, her, but it'd be more comfortable for everybody if we used them a lot. So I put them on my email. And she goes, oh, oh, I, I thought that's because everybody thinks you're a man. <laughs> and I was like, right on, Stace, you nailed it. <laughs> Drunk people do love to call me coach. <laughs> it's true. I think one of the reasons I get along with people who are much younger than me so well is that people who are, are 20, 30 years younger than me, they grew up reading and writing Harry Potter fan fiction, you know, Potterotica, yeah. They, it's, they did, I checked, they did. <laughs> and that, I've, uh, that's a place where I feel like I really belong. I fit right in, because they just look at me and see trans Hagrid. It works out great. Works out so beautifully. You guys are so much fun. Thank you. You've met trans Hagrid. Give it up for your host, Alex. He's the best. Clap more for Angela Sawyer, everybody. Come on.
Wow. Just fantastic. We have, are you guys ready for your final comedian of the night? Are you guys ready for that? Yeah, let's get some more energy than that for your final comedian here all the way from Los Angeles. Give it up for Jay Stewart, everybody. Make some noise for Jay. Hello, hello, thank you. I am parked illegally. I have to pee. I just got out of the car from here. Hang on, I just need to do some stretching, get some stretches out. Thanks so much for being out here, guys. I'm the last person to go up. Wow. All right. Have they been saying this? Oh, oh, there's more. There's more to go. All right, good, good. I was going to say that wasn't quite what I would imagine a headliner would be brought up by, you know, but it's good. It's good. We got one more person coming. All right, this is great. This is great. Um, what's new with me? What's new? Started school. A little bit of a culture shock going back to school. I haven't been in school for like 10 years. Last time I've been in school, it was still okay to publicly enjoy movies produced by Harvey Weinstein. So a little bit of a culture shock there, you know, getting, <gasps> getting back into it. This guy uh, in my class, nice and young, he's cute, cute little guy, and he's like talking about beef. Like, oh, beef, I love beef. I know it's bad for the environment, but it's just so good. Yeah, I mean. What do pedophiles say, though, too, about kids, right? Like, oh, the environment. Um, I don't know. I got a, I got a new car. Yeah, 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 thank you, thank you. Got a new car. I got to admit, though, the uh, horn, pretty gay. Anytime I go to use it, it's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, like the one time this guy cut me off on the 405, and I just pressed it. I was mad at the guy, and I just, oh, don't stop. Which is basically the exact opposite of what I wanted the guy to do in the moment. So, fuck me. I don't know. Um, you guys a fan of microdosing? Not you? Straight, straight and narrow. Never tripped in your life. No? Where were you? Lo location, not time in your life. Santa Barbara. Okay. That seems like a good place to do it. I don't know. Um, never again, though. I'm not even going to con continue the joke just because that was such a no response. It's okay, everybody. It's not that good of a joke. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. What else do we got here? Um... I'm convinced that the greatest white rapper in the game right now is Kanye West. Um, I'm my blood type is O negative, which means that people's lives depend on me not having gay sex. Um, true, true. I'm at a good place in my life. My Instagram feed is entirely comedians. Women in bathing suits and people making chocolate chip cookies. Good, it's good. I really can only control two out of the three of those. Um, I can control three out of the three if I switch my gender to female. Uh, switches up the algorithm there. I was on TikTok, I switched the uh, my gender to female and I, I had to take a break. I was like, I'm gonna start a business. <laughs> I feel motivated. Um, 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, I missed that tag. Oh, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, good to be back in San Francisco, though. I will say, um, I have a lot of ups being in San Francisco. I used to live here for like two years. Um, I some lows though. I mean, my my car got stolen twice in six weeks. Yeah, apparently homeless people can drive stick. I had no idea. Two people, you know. Um, and the thing was weird. That, like the second time that I called nine one one to tell them that my car got stolen, I got a voicemail. I'd never expected before. I've never encountered that situation, right? Because when you call your therapist, they go, "If this is an emergency, please hang up and call nine one one." There's no procedure for what if you call 911 and get a voicemail. What is the procedure? What do I do in that case? You know what I mean? I did get a call back eventually, though. Um, nice little lady. Um, I think the most unrealistic thing about Batman is that the billionaires are walking through an alley. I'm talking about billionaires' parents. What billionaire walks in an alley ever? Like any alley ever? Like I, I would think it would be more plausible that he like got money to close off an alley just to walk through it. That seems more plausible. Why are they walking through an alley? I don't know. Um, LA, LA is a funny place. This guy comes up. Oh, so good looking. Yeah, man. We look exactly alike. Of course you think I'm hot. Like, at some point you're just stroking your own ego, you know? I, I, um, uh, ma'am. Um, I went down there, smoked some toad venom. Yeah, yeah, it's this toxin. Yeah, sorry. You, you're not, not your thing. Not your thing. It's all right. Y it was, uh, $300, though. Smoke toad venom. The first time I thought, heard that, I was like, $300. Smoke toad venom. Gotta be illegal. <laughs> that is too much money. Uh, I did it anyways, though. Changed my life. It was amazing. You should do it. Except for you. Um, but uh, everybody else, though, that's you, Nicole. Um, why is, why, um, I feel like ants, aunts, ants, aunts. I feel like they're under fetishized in the bedroom. You know, I just want one time, like, please, call me nephew. And someone is just like, oh, I'm taking you home. Thank you. Um, let's see. Uh, I used to live in New York. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I had, I had a lot of fun in New York. You meet some weird people. I had a roommate call me the N word all the time. I don't know how I feel about it. People call me the N word. I don't really have a stake in that, but I do love it. Like, secretly, I love it. If you call me the N word, I'm like Jay Z for the day or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird feeling to be called that. I don't have much stake in it. I'm just not trying to be the black people police, right? I'm not trying to be the black people police. I think if I was trying to. Be the black people, please. I would just join the police, you know? I don't know. Um, that's my time. Give it up for your host. Thank you very much. I feel very welcome to be back in San Francisco. Thank you. Make some more noise for Jay, everybody. Uh, keep it going for Jay. 
I did not mean to lie to you. We do have one more comic. Uh, I didn't mean to lie. I do apologize for that. Uh, your next comic, I don't know where he's from. You're from here? Oh, sweet. We get to end it with a San Franciscan. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Hell yeah. Ending with a fantastic comic, San Franciscan. Give it up for Wes Chu, everybody. Make some noise for Wes. Here he comes. Make some noise for your city. Thank you, and uh, sorry for not checking in. Uh, yeah, uh, good to be here. Yeah, uh, good looking crowd. Uh, it helps that uh, most of you are my friends. Yeah, so my name's Wes, and uh, not too long ago, I uh, I came to accept a part of myself that uh, most people uh, It's that uh, I am an asshole. Uh, are there any assholes in the audience tonight? Well, 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 well you, uh, don't be proud of that. No, don't be proud of that, okay? I, I'm not proud of that, okay? So I consider myself to be a, uh, a low-key asshole. Uh, that means is that I like individuals, but people as a whole can fuck off. Uh, so I, I don't like it when people say or ask stupid questions uh, in public. It hurts my brain. I don't know why, but I have this, this urge to try to like. Uh, for me, it's like it's kind of like trying to solve like a broken Rubik's cube, and at the same time, while I'm trying to touch it, uh, I get shocked in the head, and it's it's really not a comfortable feeling. And the only thing I can do is provide a a snarky uh, non-answer that doesn't solve anything. So here's an example. Uh, my my uh, my girlfriend and I we were at. Uh, not too long ago at Petco, where the pets go. And uh, we were in the, the cat aisle, and we had a, a basket full of canned uh, wet cat food, just just towers and towers of it. And the two of us were talking very loudly about our cat. Um, just a little bit more context. We got a cat recently. It, it Don't say that. Uh, it, it's just really, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's only okay. Don't, don't defend the cat. Uh, and uh, we were talking very loudly because we're loud people. Uh, like what to get the cat for food. Uh, we came to the discovery recently that uh, the cat, like myself, is also an asshole. And the reason he's an asshole is because for an animal, he's a very, very picky eater. I'm like, how can you be that picky when you make no money? So... And uh, while we're having this very loud discussion, uh, I noticed in the corner of my eye uh, two broke uh, college students. They're just saying, buying very uh, basic uh, cat supplies. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they're, they're broke because, ooh, you can get that stuff at Amazon for cheaper. Uh, and uh, while we were arguing, uh, one of them comes up to us. Remember, we're at Petco, cat aisle, and a basket full of cat food. And one of them comes up to us and says, excuse me, do you have a cat? Ow, that hurt my brain so much. Uh, I was, why I heard that question, I was trying to hold back a, a brain aneurysm. 
and oh god, I, I like I really wanted to say no, these are for me. I love cat food. Human food fucking sucks. Vegetables, get that out of the way, okay? Cooking is pretentious. Dog food tastes like shit, which makes sense because dogs like licking their own asses and eating their own shit. So cat food is, is prime, okay? I love just getting one of them, cracking it open, and just sucking them down like raw oysters. Love it. Oh, I noticed that you're also uh, purchasing a litter box. Do you also like shitting in a plastic cube with the feeling of sand between your ass cheeks? Later on, scooping it up with uh, a plastic sift. I know it's a very satisfying uh, uh, process. That's why I do it myself, too. Do I have a cat? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? I, I'm in the cat aisle of a pet store. It's not like I'm in the cat aisle of like a grocery store where I'm like, know, have my human shit with me, and like vegetables and juices, and I'm like, happen to wander into the cat aisle. I'm like, oh, well, wow, look at all this cat stuff. Oh, I wonder what it's like to have a cat. It's all, everything's all cute and shit. That's when you can ask me, because that's just confusing. But no, okay? Pet store, cat aisle, basket full of cat food. Do I have a cat? I fucking better. Otherwise, I might be a serial killer. Uh, like I previously mentioned, I don't like it when people say stupid shit in public. I have a story for that, too. Uh, one time I was waiting in line to uh, be seated for brunch. I said it. I like brunch, okay? I love a good Benedict. Anyways, the person right in front of me uh, was trying to uh, impress his friends, and this is what he said. Well... Anything can be a startup. Just look all around you. Hell, this restaurant can be a startup. No, that's not how it works, okay? Restaurants don't have uh, venture capital funding, okay? There's no uh, series A, B, and C, okay? And you know that uh, restaurants aren't rolling in dough, okay? Not only that, but we all know that what's plaguing our uh, Bay Area and San Francisco, this is one group of people. It's called Restaurant Bros. You know, those exist, right? How they boast about how little money they make. Afterwards, oh, just like talk about how great it is to work 12 to 14-hour shifts every day. Weekends, what the fuck are those? Destroying our culture with delicious food. Oh, God, this carbonara is so great, but so, so problematic. Now, the term you're looking for is small business, okay? small business and, you know, crank down the uh, arrogance down to, like, let's say a two, it would sound better. Anything can be a small business. You're absolutely right. But no. You said startup. Not only that, but you said it in a very arrogant manner. Okay? You're trying to impress your friends how smart you are. Instead, you sound like an idiot. Okay? And just going by that logic, uh, if anything can be a startup, well, say that about, uh, giving birth to a kid. And clearly, uh, his parents uh, invested poorly in sperm, egg, and money into his existence. Who wants to invest in stupid comments? That's all I'm trying to say. 
Oh, God. So, anyways, what I'm trying to say is don't say stupid shit in public. Don't. And don't ask stupid questions either. Just be a little bit more observant. Otherwise, an asshole might be making fun of you on stage. My name is Wes. Thank you so much for having me. Keep clapping for Wes, too, everybody. Holy cow. Closing out the show. This has been a great time. Give it up for yourselves for coming out here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Give it up for yourselves, everybody. Come on, clap for yourselves. Please give it up for Mutiny Radio. Just a fantastic spot that they're doing this. This is sick. And uh, one last time for all the comics that you saw tonight, everybody. Please give it up for everybody that you saw. Thank you so much. Uh, I think that there is going to be a tip jar. I need to find where that's supposed to be. Uh, I wasn't given a lot of instructions. If you do want to donate extra money to the comics, we're just going to disperse that to them. Feel free. Uh, thanks again. Huh? Or Venmo. Oh, yeah, or Venmo it to. Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, Venmo it to Mutiny, too. That could be cool. Uh, whatever you want. Uh, but tip, yeah, but please tip the comedians. Uh, this has been a blast. You're all fantastic. I've been Alex Kaufman. Have a great night. Thank you. my foot and they were like oh i'm freezing your foot and i was like it's so cold it's so cold creative play it's so cold uh. they took the laser pointer in my chest and they're like i'm breaking your heart
this is a test. It is 6 o'clock in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco, California. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of MutinyRadio.fm. And I am your host this evening, Alphonse John Belvedere, sitting in for Perkins Warbeck, who is perpetrating his quixotic quest to return the English throne to its rightful owners, the Plantagenet dynasty. We wish him well. He may be back next week in defeat once again, but with his spirit unbowed. We are listening right now to Eloy, a German progressive rock band that was formed in 1971. And they are still at it these 50 years later. I am here this evening with Chadwick and his friend, whose name I forgot. Help me out. Antonio from the street. And tonight we are going to be playing two hours of the best progressive rock and roll you have never heard in your life. We play from the fringes through the great gates of delirium. This evening we're going to start off with a classic. Oh, so, uh, scratch that. Scratch that. I'm going to pop into my favorite. Norwegian prog rock band, Popol Vuh, which was formed in 1971 in, no, not Norway, Belgium. Belgium. This is Antiaga und Zimaniaga. From Popol Vuh, you're listening to The Gates of Delirium on Mutiny Radio. Sometimes the mood just misses the mark. Let's start off with a little bit more of energy and activity. This is Osric Tentacles, Epiphlioi. Oh, stand by. We'll be right with you. There's a Technical glitch in the matrix happening at this very moment. There seems to be not a responsive demon in the demon works. Let's find out what happened here. 
Let's find out. How is everybody out there? This is Osric Tentacles. You are listening to... You are listening to the Gates of Delirium, and we have entered into a problematic phase. Stand by, please. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you knew that about him, but he was a, a bit of a wet blanket. Uh, and I get it because like when I, when I watch the news nowadays, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the direction Europe's going in right now. Uh, <laughs> inflation's terrible. This is all stuff that Hitler felt. Why doesn't anyone like my art? <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King, you know that. Once upon this 
The murders never cease. Are they men or are they beasts? Or do they ever hope, ever hope to gain? Will my country? And we're back at the gates of delirium after some technical snafus. Everything should be running smoothly now. Once again, my name is Alphonse John Belvedere. I will be your host for the next two hours, bringing you the most transcendent music known to mankind. 
I am coming to you from the sprawling state-of-the-art studios here at MutinyRadio.com, corner of 21st and Florida, in the Mission District of San Francisco, California, West Coast, USA, Earth, Solar System, Galaxy, Local Cluster. You are listening to The Astral Entrance by Eloy. Tonight we're going to start off with the unsurpassed progressive sound of Yes with Sound Chaser. Perkins Warbeck will be back next week. Enjoy.
Lost in tracks of 